Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, friends. Father Frank Pavone here, director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. I'm actually at the Heartbeat International Conference this week, but we're able to bring you these programs anyway. And uh, this is a conference nationwide uh, and worldwide, in fact, of people who run pregnancy centers, those that are actually on the front lines providing for the young moms and dads of their communities alternatives to abortion. Uh, There are thousands of these pregnancy centers in America. In fact, they outnumber the abortion facilities by a ratio of four to one. And this is great news. Many of you are, I'm sure, are connected with the pregnancy centers in your own communities. We help to train these people. We help to network and encourage these people. And I'll be speaking at this conference all during this week. You'll see more about it on my social media platforms. And uh, those platforms, you can find me at FR Frank Pavone uh, online on all the major social media. So today, as usual, we'll pray, we'll go into some scripture, and we also have uh, a special guest that I'll introduce to you who is our political outreach associate here at Priests for Life. We're going to talk about how you can get involved even more effectively in the midterm elections. We'll be talking about that in depth today. So let's turn to scripture first. We want to go to the book of Psalms, and I'd like to read from Psalm number 18, starting with verse 32. For who is God except the Lord, who is a rock, save our God? The God who girded me with strength and kept my way unerring, who made my feet swift as those of hinds and set me on the heights, who trained my hands for war and my arms to bend a bow of brass. You have given me your saving shield. Your right hand has upheld me and you have stooped to make me great. You made room for my steps. Unwavering was my stride. I pursued my enemies and overtook them. Nor did I turn again till I made an end of them. I smote them and they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. And you girded me with strength for war. You subdued my adversaries beneath me. My enemies you put to flight before me. And those who hated me you destroyed. They cried for help, but no one saved them. To the Lord, but they answered him not. I ground them fine as the dust before the wind. Like the mud in the streets, I trampled them down. You rescued me from the strife of the people. You made me head over nations. A people I had not known became my slaves. As soon as they heard me, they obeyed. The foreigners fawned and cringed before me. They staggered forth from their fortresses. The Lord live, and blessed be my rock. Extolled be God my Savior. God who granted me vengeance, who made people subject to me, and preserved me from my enemies. Let us pray. Father, we praise you that we are able to know, to live in, and to work for the greatness of America. We thank you for giving us victory over our enemies time and time again throughout our history, And we know that you are doing so again today. 
We praise you for you are our rock, our fortress, our salvation. Only in you do we put our trust. Lord God, we praise you and we thank you for the truth that has been articulated so many times by President Trump, that here in America, we don't put our faith in government and bureaucracy, but rather in you, O God. We renew that faith tonight. We renew our commitment to spreading it. And in a special way, we pray tonight for victory in the elections of 2022. May these midterm elections see all of our fellow citizens, starting with all of us, even more involved, informed, and effective than ever before. Because you know, Lord, that more is at stake than ever before. We make this prayer as we pray all things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, thank you, friends. Tonight we have with us Erin Parfett. We recently hired her in anticipation of this great election season to work with us full-time here at Priest for Life and uh, specifically in the arena of political outreach, connecting with people like you to help foster involvement in making many, many election victories. So, Erin, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you for having me. This is great. And so you are, uh, well, tell us, first of all, your previous political experience. Before coming here, you worked on a very successful campaign that got some national attention. Uh, oh, yes. I spent some time in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia helping now Governor Glenn Youngkin secure his victory. Because of a lot of the other campaigns weren't as well funded, we also pretty much helped out Winston Sears, Jason Mayaris, and several of the House delegates as well. So it was mm. a successful victory up and down the ticket. You know, Virginia is important. Of course, Virginia, together with New Jersey, they have these off-year elections, right? right. And, 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 you know, when we're approaching midterms as we are now... You know, many people look at Virginia and sort of like a maybe a bellwether for how the midterms will go. And if that's the case, this is a, more good news, isn't uh, it? Oh, absolutely. It, it was absolutely electric on the night of November 2nd. And there is a lot of optimism going into 2022. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people were shocked that Youngkin pulled it off. Mm -hmm. He wasn't even leading into the polls until maybe the last few weeks. So I think that gives people a lot of hope as well. And I think with that victory, there are a lot more scared Democrats now than there were before. Yeah, I think so. And people of faith really turned out for that election, oh, didn't they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think people were just really tired of the way Virginia was going. And they knew that four more years in McAuliffe wasn't going to change the direction. And, you know, being our work here is related to the abortion issue. I mean, that was a prominent issue there in that campaign, too. I know that there was a clear, very clear difference right, between the two candidates, between the two camps. And there were even ads being run. Man, McAuliffe was just like abortion without restriction, right? Absolutely. It was not an issue Youngkin chose to highlight. Right. He very much wanted to appeal to the independents, the swing voters. But he was also, at the same time, un unapologetic about his pro-life views. Absolutely. And that was such a, it was a very fine line to walk. Yeah. But I think he did it very well. Yeah. And in some ways, I think that is a roadmap for future candidates. Well, and that's, you know, for us, you know, I'm always saying to people, we're not electing candidates in order to give pro-life speeches. We'll take care of that part of it. You know, Absolutely. I'm not electing them to give pro-life sermons. I'll take care of that together with so many of my, my brother pastors. Right. What we want is to do is what he's being elected to do. Sign the right bills, veto the wrong bills, 
and 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 advance the cause in public policy. And Absolutely. he's committed to do that, isn't he? His heart is definitely in the right place. Yeah. It doesn't mean go out and do pro-life speeches all right. the time. No. You're you're going to alienate people doing that. So I I love how he he approached the issue mm-hmm. and I could not be happier to be part of that. Yeah, that was great. That was great. So now you're here and one of the things you're doing of course is um is uh, is assisting people like the folks viewing our show right now in um, finding out more of what they can do to influence the elections, to get, lead us into this whole topic. What are we having people do? What kind of resources are we providing for them? Pretty much, it, it's to an extent, whatever you're willing and able to do in your community right. to reach out to whoever you're able to reach. I mean, a lot of campaigns will focus on phone calls, door knocking, and all of that. That's all great and wonderful if you want to do that. But we realize not everybody's comfortable or able to do that. Right. So we'll train and equip you on how to best talk to your friends, your family, your church, your parish, your Christmas card list, whoever you can practically reach. Priest for Life has put together a website, ProLifeVote.com. ProLifeVote, yes. Yeah, so we're going to want to refer that refer to that over and over and urge our viewers to bookmark that and make yes. it a, a frequent stop. I was going to say the first thing to do is to go there and, mm. and register as a volunteer because it. Oh, that's important. That will get you on your email list I, and that will get you in contact with me directly. Right. So you not only receive our regular mailings, but I can start to establish a relationship with you. Right. We can talk about what are your strengths, your weaknesses, what are you comfortable doing. Right. And I, you can bounce ideas off of me as to how to best reach people in your community as you are comfortable. So ProLifeVote.com, ProLifeVote.com, and right there on the page, they'll see sign up as a volunteer. Yes, it's the first and thing on the page. That's the first and, thing and the on the red page. action yeah. alert. Let's box. talk about that, that form a little bit because it does ask a number of questions for the purpose of us understanding not only who the, the, the volunteer is, but what they're what they're able to do. I mean, if somebody could just give one hour a week that's fine with us. If they can give three hours a day, that's fine with us too. And anything in between. So tell us some of the things that this form is uh, asking. If some of it will be your basic contact information, your name, your phone number, your email, where you live. We're not selling that information. No, no, we don't share it with anybody. It, right, it, it right. goes solely to me and Father Frank, and it's solely within Priest for Life. Right. And then it will also go into what is your background on campaigns. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you have to have any. No. This is just to help us gauge where you're at. What are some different areas that you may be interested in? Mm-hmm. Social media, door knocking, making phone calls, sending emails, talking to your church. Right. And this just helps me so that when I'm evaluating the form, I have an idea of what your interests are when I'm calling you. Exactly, exactly. There's so many people that submit this form and don't check anything. Right. And then it's like, okay, this is a lot harder to get started with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I said, that comes directly to me. I reach out to you either by phone or by email. And usually we get a conversation going. But then we also want to invite people to our, at this point, monthly conference calls on Zoom where we're also able to go through a lot of this information with a much wider audience. Yes, yes. I mean, this we, is, we'll work with you individually, but we right. also have these conference these calls. These groups, yeah, exactly. And we 
definitely encourage people to come to those. Yes. Well, friends, we're talking with Erin uh, Parfett here from our political outreach office at Priests for Life. We're those of you that are not familiar with our overall ministry, we're not just for priests, we're not just for Catholics. This is, a, this is an effort to help everyone who wants to end abortion to do so. And uh, one of the key ways we do so, of course, is with elections. And that ties in, of course, to the, to the uh, broader MAGA movement, part of making America great again. In fact, its foundation is respect for the right to life, the first right mentioned in our declaration. Um, but uh, beyond that, of course, tying in with all the other issues that all of us are concerned about and that we talk about on these programs. So, Erin, uh, we're, we're talking with Erin about ways you can get involved. Again, ProLifeVote.com. That's the website we want to ask you to go to, get familiar with. And we're talking about the volunteer form that you can fill out. Erin will be in touch with you. And then uh, let's talk about these monthly Zoom calls that we have because people join us from across the country, right? Sometimes we'll gather together on a, on a weeknight. Maybe we may have, uh, well, the numbers vary, but, you know, a lot of times you're talking about a group of 45 people that are able to jump on and they're in different states and whatnot. And then as, th as time goes on, we'll have even bigger uh, bigger meetings and calls, and sometimes we'll specify it to a particular state, even a particular congressional district, as the races continue to shape up. But give us an idea then of what we uh, what we share with people when we get together. Well, we've had three elections calls so far, and basically this election cycle. And in December, it, we had more of an interview of an overview of what was going on with the Dobbs case. Oh, the Dobbs case. Sure. You had just come yeah. back from D.C. at that time. You were giving the volunteers an overview. Mm -hmm. And then as I was new, I just took some time with the volunteers to go through my experience. Right. And we didn't give them action items so much at this time. It was right before the holidays. We figured to get lost in all of that. But just a chance to get to know where I'm coming from. And also just you don't have to be anyone or anything special. I mean, you and I have made this our calling, our vocation, but you don't have to be that to do the really basic things that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So I, I just really brought, brought that message home to them that these are all things that you can do in your community. And then we, we opened it up for questions, and that was our December meeting. Mm -hmm. We skipped the month of January due to the March for Life and related activities around the country. We met again in February and had about 50 people for a, about an hour. And that was right after the retirement of Justice Breyer. So you talked about the implications of that. And then that was when I went into depth with the ProLifeVote.com website. I really gave our volunteers an in-depth tour of this is how it's laid out. Because I spent January doing a lot of cleaning up of the website, reorganizing it, adding some new content. So I, I just really wanted to break it down for everybody. And for those out, out there listening to this, I'm willing to go through it with you as well. Right. Reach out to me. I'll be happy to go through any of this in more depth. And we should say, ProLifeVote.com, of course, is the website. But if they want to reach you directly by email, it's simply vote, vote at, at priestsforlife.org. Yes. Yeah. And then I highlighted our state election calendar and our social media toolbox. Mm -hmm. My thinking on the so, on the, the a state election calendar, we can't encourage people to show up to vote if they don't know when the elections are. 
and there's 50 states with 50 different primaries and early voting dates and voter registration dates, and no, no states are the same. Mm. So compiling that has been quite a project. It really reminds us that we are the United States plural of America. It's not all one, it's not just one state. Because we are United States, each state, each state has its own government. Absolutely. And therefore its own calendar, its own primary date, its own rules uh, for, for, for voting. And uh, that's the way our system is for, for better or for worse. Indeed. Yeah. So the calendar helps not only you know what is going on in Florida, but if your elderly mom in New York doesn't know how to use the internet and wants to know when the primary is, you can access the information there or any state. And yes. we just view when is the election as fundamental information. You know, let, let's focus on that for a minute because I think this is important for our viewers to understand. When we're bringing people together, we're a national ministry. And obviously the, the difference that we're going to equip people to make is very local but at the same time, it's national because let's say, for example, and we'll go into the social media toolbox in a second, but let's say that people are posting things on their social media platform. Many of them are watching us now on their social media platform. You put a post on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, anyone in the world can see that. Absolutely. I mean, there's certain settings, of course, that you can adjust in terms of who sees what. But the, but the fundamental premise is you're putting that out there. And people in other states are going to be able to see that. So we want to get people to think nationally. We want to get people to think about the influence they have on folks in other states. People might feel like, oh, well, I'm not in a key state. Well, first of all, every state matters. Right. Every state does matter. And you might not and, live there, but you probably know somebody who but does. It, that's the thing. You know somebody who is. And even if you don't, they could find what you're posting online so you can still influence them. We have a website. Anyone in the country can see it. You have a social media platform. Anyone can see it. And, 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 and you can even do, depending again on one's abilities and, and resources, you can even do targeting with social media. Say, I want to try to make sure that as many people as possible in this state see this message, right? So, um, the calendar is important, as you say, so people can look there and see the dates of, well, we're in the primary season already, right? Texas, oh, absolutely. Texas led the way. Right. Uh -huh. and early voting for Indiana and Ohio begin next week. Next week. Next week. There you it, go. It, it's getting real and this right is, now. This is getting real. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, it's just an onslaught of one thing after another between pretty much next week and election day. Say those states again, the ones that are starting early voting next week. Indiana and Ohio. Indiana and Ohio. Okay. Uh, early early voting, voting for the primary. Begins on April 5th, next Tuesday. Okay. April, uh, April 5th. This is, this is important. So now what we're going to explain what we do as we know that certain states are gearing up for this, explain the communications that we do into those states. We are communicating with people in those states via email blasts, via social media, and then just whatever connections we have, just reaching out to them. And can you reach out to your sphere of influence in these states and remind people that these dates are showing up? So the occasions on which we contact them would be like you were just said, when early voting for the primary begins, we contact them then. The same for voter registration. When the deadline because, comes, right? Yes. We want to, want to remind people of the deadlines. A mm -hmm. lot of people have moved. Their voting registration might be under a previous address. Mm-hmm. 
and also with redistricting, just making sure that you are, you, you can't vote if you're not registered. Well, as we always say, you know, we set up that special domain, check your voter registration, right? Check your yes. voter registration.com goes to the National Association of Secretaries of State. But for these reasons you mentioned, especially now, every 10 years, there's this redistricting or people might've moved or maybe their name changed because they got married or whatever right. the circumstance. Went to college, anything. Went to college. Double check. It doesn't hurt to double check. Sometimes the change is on the other end. Sometimes the state, you know, with its voter file and the data, something goes wrong. Something's an act, there's a mistake, some made or whatever. Just go into the election with peace of mind, knowing that you have verified your voter registration. But yes, so we're we're alerting people to all these early voting begins, voter registration deadlines come. We're alerting them to this. And then, of course, we'll do it again with the general. You know, early voting begins in your state. Again, it's state by state. It's different. Yes. Your state for the general voter registration deadline is now coming for the general. So when we're sending these emails out, we have a lot of people that we can reach directly. But Erin, I want, to, I want you to talk to the folks who are going to get these emails. It's not so much like a lot of the people watching us now. I mean, these are these are people who are already they're on fire, right? They're otherwise right. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't be watching us. They're engaged. But that what we want to emphasize can't... is their role to reach others. Absolutely. That we don't have on our list. And these emails are free to distribute to anyone. Right. Any of our resources are free to share with anyone. Right, right. We want you to share these resources because Priests for Life can reach so many people, mm -hmm. but you can reach people that Priests for Life cannot. And you know, so we you, rely on each one of you to spread the word. You think of how close so many elections are. I mean, those who remember back to the election of George W. Bush, right, in 2000. Here in Florida, 500 some odd people, 537. I, I can think of delegate races in Virginia won by 60 votes. By 60 votes. The point is this. The audience, just the audience we are talking to right now, can swing the outcome of these midterm elections. Absolutely. No, that's no exaggeration. And that's some of what I get from people as yeah. well. Why is what I'm going to do make a difference? Makes a difference. Well, Let's think of that delegate race in those 60 votes. Yeah. That could have been a few people just reaching out to their Christmas card list, That's their right. neighbors, the parents on their kids' soccer team. That's real. It's not hard to get 60 votes. And just think, what if 60 people decide to stay home and, oh, the election's rigged, my vote doesn't matter? Yeah. That could have changed an election. You know, I would say this time around, this is more true than ever because things are more divided than ever, Absolutely. at least politically. I mean, I, I as, then, as President Trump always says, I mean, we're in the majority, we who think the way we do. But the point is that politically it's so evenly divided that these elections and the people deciding them in each congressional district have proportionally more of an influence on what the ultimate balance of power in Congress is going to be. Absolutely. And I truly think we will win these elections if people of faith and people with pro-life values decide to actually show up to vote. And I know that trust is really low right now after 2020 and some other shenanigans, but I really think we have this if people will just show up. Yes. And that's where we need the people viewing this. Don't take it for granted in, in terms of November mm -hmm. and don't decide to stay home. No. Whatever no. we're sharing with you, please absolutely share it with everyone you can yes. and, and encourage them to actually show up and vote their values. Yes.
Well, we're coming to the end of our time. We have more to discuss, but we're going to have a second uh, a second program with you uh, tomorrow night. So we'll we'll continue uh, on on this track. We want to tell them more about social media. We want to talk about some other questions that that some of our friends have had. Uh, but once again, remind us now when the next volunteer call is going to be and how people can sign up for it. The next volunteer call is on Thursday, April 21st mm -hmm. at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. To get on the mailing list, if you're not already, sign up at ProLifeVolunteer.com. It will go through that same volunteer form that we described earlier. Right. Once you submit it, I get notification of it. I'll be in touch with you, but it also automatically puts you on the mailing list. To so receive. just to clarify with people, you just said ProLifeVolunteer.com. That grows directly to the form. Yes. ProLifeVolunteer.com. ProLifeVote.com. You can still access it through ProLifeVote.com. You can still see the link. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was giving people a direct link More to direct. the form. That's right. That's it's, right. it's the same form in either That's case. That's right. Exactly. exactly. And, and of course, it's not just, it's helping with the elections. We're saying pro-life because that's our that's our organization, that's our mission, that's the fundamental issue. But we're talking across the board. All the issues are affected. All the elections, and absolutely, uh, we want to we want to connect with our friends that are watching us right now. Well, thanks, Aaron, for your uh, work and your commitment and for laying all this out for us tonight. We'll have you back again tomorrow, friends. I hope we'll have you back tomorrow too. Uh, spread the word about praying for America. And let's pray now about all the things we've just discussed. Lord, first of all, we thank you for all the people that are with us. Bless their needs, uh, health needs, uh, needs for wisdom and decision-making, uh, needs for, for family to be strong in the faith, whatever the, the needs might be, Lord God. And secondly, bless America uh, in these upcoming elections as we have talked about the the states gearing up now for voting in the in the primaries and the candidates going into high gear with their campaigns so much is going on right now that is going to determine whether or not in these midterms we can set up a firewall against the extremism of the democrats we ask you lord give success to the work of our hands give great success uh, as we go forward in the name of, of our Lord and under the inspiration of our, our founding fathers. And Lord, we bring together now all our prayers and praises in praying the words that Jesus gave us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Friends, thank you so much. It's an, always an encouragement to uh, be with you. Please do spread the word about this program and connect with us on social media. I'm at FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms. Right Side Broadcasting looks forward to being connected with you too on all their platforms at RSB Network. And uh, know that we're praying for you, and uh, we invite you to do so for us. Talk to you again tomorrow. I think we have Richard Lee, we have uh, Jim Garlow, and we have Father Frank Pavone. Someplace there in the audience, so I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Follow him, Father Frank Pavone, FR Frank Pavone, on Twitter. He is the National Director of Priests for Life. Please go to priestsforlife.org.
This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.